Welcome to The Silent Lotus. I'm Suditi. And I'm Suhita. We are two South Asian women who are very young and a little bit worn out from the world. Join us on our journeys of tackling our health, self-care, and mustache hairs. A gentle reminder that we are not experts, just two young women hosting a podcast. We encourage you to seek out support from a trained health professional as needed. Welcome back to the Silent Lotus. Yes. Hope everyone's doing swell. Uh, me too. It's been it's been a couple weeks since we recorded our last episode. Um, as we mentioned, we're going to kind of be doing this whenever whenever we're feeling like doing it and so about a once a month kind of an episode thing feels very realistic at the moment so welcome back um to the what have you been up to this past like month or three or four weeks it's been really busy I think in our last episode I mentioned that I had some people visiting me so three weeks ago my cousin Lega came to visit and it was amazing it was just such a good time because it was actually the first time that we had just the two of us in one place without our family around mm. or without any other member of our family around. Yeah. So as soon as she got here, it was super late at night. And it was just like, this feels like a simulation. <laughs> like, this is weird <laughs> that we're like in Colorado together, just the two of us, not for some family event, not visiting each other at school, surrounded by other people. Yeah. But it was just so nice. Felt very adulty. And in a way of like, because yes, we're cousins, but at the same time, we're best friends and she's like my sister. But it felt very mature and like, okay, we're grownups and we just visit each other now yeah. and like we can do these things. So that was wonderful. We had a great time, like did lots of Denver things and relaxed, convinced me to go out for the first time in a really long time. Um, and since I don't drink anymore, which is another reason why I don't really go out as much, it's not as fun for me. Yeah. Um, but I had an energy drink, which for anyone else who doesn't drink and doesn't go out because of it. I recommend the energy drink only every now and then. Okay. Because I've been hearing that these energy drinks cause liver problems. Oh. So my mother did yell at me about it. But I think that's only if you're like drinking them three times a day. What did you drink? What's the energy drink? I had a Celsius. Oh. And I think they taste I think it tasted terrible. People But it worked. Love it did Celsius. the job. I had four sips and I was hopped up. Like I was not okay. That's in insane. a good way. Like I was so energetic. People drink those like all over my social media, people drink like a mm-hmm. Celsius a day in the morning. It's like think a pre workout drink. I but I've seen people who seen. drink them multiple times a day and then have liver failure because of it. Oh my so, god. So you know, just proceed with caution. Maybe once a month is my vibe here. But it works, is all I'm saying. And then yeah, so that was a great, great weekend, good times. And then the weekend after, one of my really good friends from college, John V came to visit. Another great vibe. We went to my friend's yoga class. It was a uh-huh. yoga sculpt class. It was so painful, <laughs> but so good. I was sore for like three days. Um, we went to afternoon tea. Uh-huh. It felt very just peaceful. It was great vibes. Um, and then last weekend, I went to Chicago wow. and I saw your parents. You saw my parents. <laughs> you did on the streets, very uh, unintentionally. Yes. <laughs> like, I was simply walking from Zara in Chicago to the venue of the show that I was planned, that you know, was the whole purpose of the trip for Chicago to meet up with Penn Must, the dance team that I was going to see. And I just see Suditi's parents <laughs> on the street. And I did a double take because I was like, you're not supposed to be here. This is, you're, from, you're supposed to be in New Jersey. This is very odd. And I don't think they recognized me at first. I was very confused at first. And it was quite literally the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Because we're just on this crosswalk staring at each other. Like the Spider-Man meme. Yeah. Like, like pointing like, hey. And your dad definitely didn't know who I was for like, I saw the three minutes. I'm convinced he didn't. He took him a while. But your mom knew. Your mom recognized mom, me quicker. That makes sense. My dad is bless his soul his head is when he gets like when he's like in a busy time in his life his head is oh yeah everywhere a million miles a minute and he he will like be like what 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 and then he'll like have this epiphany yes. and a light bulb will go yeah. he definitely knows who you are you've been to my house he, so no it took him times. a while he got there he definitely got <laughs> yeah. there just not as quickly as your mom and it's also i've met them multiple times but i probably oh, have yeah. spent more time actually talking to your mother yes. than to your dad yes Yes. So it makes sense. No no offense <laughs> taken whatsoever. Totally understandable. But then we FaceTimed you. We took a selfie. Yes, it was you hilarious. did. You Great FaceTimed vibes. me while I was out on my COVID walk because I did, in fact, contract the Rona after like two yes. years of avoiding it, of successfully being safe and not getting sick. I got sick. So that was sweet to see your little reunion on the Chicago streets <laughs> while I was like so funny being sick. But yes. <clears throat> 
Yes. Sounds very busy. Um, that was very entertaining. Yeah, the whole Chicago weekend was wonderful. Got to do so many Chicago things. Went to my first comedy show. Yeah. Saw so many people from college who I don't see very often. Got to see legends. If anyone is aware of DDN, it was incredible. Like These teams are so talented. It's a Bollywood fusion dance competition for anyone who's not familiar at the collegiate level. There are all these alumni teams. Funniest thing in the world was one of these alumni teams comes on. And I recognize this girl. I'm like, wait, I know this person. And it's a girl who I interned with. Like last summer or like two summers ago, who I had, she didn't return full time. I was like, very weird things. Lots Did of you say hi to her? I saw my cousin in Chicago. No, because I just saw her on stage oh, and never saw her oh, again. Oh, 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 oh. But I saw my cousin who was visiting Chicago also for Legends, and what? that was so fun. So many, so many good people, so many good things. But it was freezing, and I was outside in the cold a lot, and so my throat is still not recovered because I never had a chance to rest it because work and life and things. But I'm feeling better. Hopefully, my voice is not too raspy for the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a great few weeks. It's been really busy in general. So I honestly feel a little bit very much so, not a little bit, very much so socially burnt out. Yeah, I understand. Um, and so this is my first weekend in three weekends to just be home and relax. And I haven't cleaned mm-hmm. in three weeks I- besides like wiping counters down and maybe doing the floors. Like, I need to clean my bathroom. Like, that's what's on my mind right now. Like, after we're done recording, I'm going to go clean my bathroom that's, if I have the energy. I understand. It's, it's, it'd yeah. be like that. I've, I mean, as you know, as I've told you, my life has been very, very similar. And things like yes. cleaning and, and like, I don't know, like doing your laundry on your regular. Oh my gosh. Did you just hear that loud buzzer sound? That was my dryer. What was that? That was my dryer. Oh. I really should have turned that off before we started recording. Well, either we edit this out or we leave that in. But my stupid dryer um, makes a really loud buzzer sound when the cycle ends. So anyway, um, that was on topic. Um, Yeah. TLDR, I completely understand. Um, Yeah, I had um, a very... I feel like you do stuff like this more often than I do, which is why I'm so burnt out because I'm not used to this. Like, you know this about me. I'm very much... Stay at home, socialize twice a week kind of gal. So this has been crazy for me. I'm exhausted. I think I'm finally recovered from, like, in general. I I feel like I have done this this year frequently yes. because yes. I have stayed in Philly while most of my friends obviously have left. Like, friends from college have left. So people are constantly coming into town for like college related things. And then like, whether that be like homecoming a couple months ago or like their like shows for their performing arts groups or like reunions or like literally Mm -hmm. anything. And then everyone is always coming to stay, which I, I genuinely do really, really love having everyone over. But then there's that, it always just like ends up being like back to back weekends of things like that. And I feel like this year, and then I also have because I was just kind of enjoying the the little bit of downtime during my gap year. I did a lot of weekend trips, so I felt like I that ended up yeah. happening. Like all those things ended up happening back to back. This year in particular, since like February, like I went to New York, and then someone came to stay, and then I went to Austin. I talked about that last time, and then there was maybe like one free weekend after the maybe the weekend after we recorded or that weekend and then I, ha- I also had like three four crazy weeks like you I am um, my best friend from high school came to visit me which maybe I mentioned last time I'm oh, not sure yeah. <clears throat> she came she stayed for like four or five days that was amazing I hadn't seen her in three years and she's just like one of those like lifelong friends who just kind of like picked up exactly where we left yeah. off it was crazy I didn't realize it had been that long yeah it was like that's what I introduced her to so many people and people were like oh my gosh like when did you guys last see each other I was like three years and they were like that's crazy because we it's just like we are those kinds of friends where I don't like text her every single day which I do not think is a bad thing by any means she lives in London I live here we've had very like divergent lives for the past like five years staying in touch in that way just doesn't feel like natural I feel like when you don't when your worlds are so separate you don't stay in touch like that but whenever we see each other we pick up right where we left off so we had an amazing time and then I went to New York the following weekend she also actually happened to be there and she was so I like saw her and more high school friends and I also obviously went to see Sunj who's one of my best friends from college she was my roommate last year I stayed with her so we had a weekend together it was like we were just like running around doing things for like three days. So that was very busy. 
Um, my conclusion from that weekend is that New York stresses me the hell out. Um, it was so much in like a, in like a very good fun way. But by the end of the weekend, I was feeling, I was like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. Um, and then last weekend, oh yes, I had like three people coming to stay. My acapella group had this like big reunion show. There's like 80 people in town. That was also insane. Um, and then I got sick from that event, which was mm-hmm. very, very unfortunate. Unfortunately, also inevitable. Um, it was like a 80 person event. I think like 50 people got sick. It like shrug. Like it's not that I don't care about COVID by any means. Very, very fortunate that this happened to me after I had three doses of the vaccine and I really did not get that sick. Um, I'm totally fine. But that was what I and was. That's the whole point of the vaccine. Yes. Like, yes. COVID's not going away. No. But we're vaccinated. And generally speaking, I think we're pretty safe. Yes. But the whole world is starting to open up again. And I feel like it's not a personal thing to say. I'm going to choose not to follow the rest of society. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And you quarantined. I you was home. afterward. Yes. I was home for as long as my work told me I had to stay home. Um, I was able to go back after I was well again on Wednesday. So I had a short week. And then... I am home today and going on a little day trip tomorrow. Maybe I can I can tell this. I can say this out loud on the Internet now because I officially did the deed and chose where I'm going to school. So I have this feels very weird to announce on the Internet. Uh, I'm going to Georgetown for med school. I'm thrilled about it. So excited. I don't think that we will post this before I like do the corny thing and like post on Instagram and Facebook tomorrow. But um, I'm going to I this feels kosher to say, like I said, because I have like officially notified all these other schools that like I will not be attending. Um, so I wanted to wait till I did that. Um, and I'm going tomorrow to D.C. with my dad and really, really trying to lock down this place that my future roommates and I found also very exciting. I found three roommates. They're wonderful. I really like them all. Um, and we're trying to lock down a house and also just like see the area so life is very busy and exciting too yeah (laughs) this is so exciting indeed i'm thrilled thrilled very excited to share that with the people i don't think most people in my life know like the people close to me know but this is like around the time when people are making decisions so yeah Mm -hmm. people will be sharing soon i guess and i feel like it's just fun to finally be able to announce it i know late (laughs) in the season now and it doesn't feel like you're stressing other people out or anything like that. Like you just get to be excited for yourself. I know. Which you should be. I know. I I have not really. That's the thing. I've known about this since December. I found out I got in in December. Mm-hmm. So I've been just like keeping it to time. myself for many months, which is totally fine. Um, I'm very fortunate that I all this kind of wrapped up for me really early. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very, very excited to move to D.C. Like so excited about all of it. I think that... Um, I don't know. I think it suits me. I like really fell in love with the city when I went to visit. Um, I just like went. I don't even know what compelled my family and I to do this. Maybe we like spoke this into existence. But for my 22nd birthday, I guess, last year, um, we were like, let's just like do a little something. So we drove down, drove down to D.C. and had a weekend there. And I probably I definitely told you about it. I I loved it. Yeah, I I just don't remember for some reason. It was like two days, but um, and like the peak of summer, but it was delightful. Like like farmers market, great restaurants, and like beautiful outdoor spaces, and like especially Georgetown itself um, was Mm -hmm. so so nice. And I remember talking to I remember like that those whole like two days telling me mom like my gosh it would be so wonderful if I ended up here for med school like I really really like it here so so thrilled about that um I've heard nothing but good things about DC and I think oh, it'll yes. be the right you know how I feel about DC you love DC too love you gotta come DC. visit me obviously I think it's gonna be you know that I will <laughs> it's gonna be the perfect like I think pace of life to be a student in mm-hmm. um I I mean I you cannot at least me personally I'm like I love the variety in New York and I love how many people I know there and I love all that stuff but it's also truly a lot sometimes I get overwhelmed and I 
as when I'm a student, um, I know that I need like peace and time to decompress and time to myself and time outside and all of those things to like be the best student I can be. So I think that DC will have all those things, but also like yeah, all the variety and things that I love in a city. I am so fortunate that I'll be like in such close driving distance to like friends and family. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, yeah. I feel like I haven't really verbalized this. It's like such a blessing that this worked out the way mm-hmm. it did. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I also just think that DC is the perfect balance for you. Cause I agree with you with New York. Like we've talked about this, like how I am happy. I did not move to New York right out of college mm-hmm. because I do find it very overwhelming and stressful. And then socially, right. I feel like the only things that people really like to do in New York on a weekly basis are like, go out to drink, go out to bars, go out to eat. Yes. And I think that's a lot of social exertion that I cannot handle. But if either of us had moved to New York right out of college, we probably would have just went along with it because that's what people were doing. And it's so easy to give into that peer pressure because you want a social life when you move to a new place. Yeah, of course. But I think because I moved to Denver first, I have had the experience of being alone, having time to myself and like building up my own habits and my own lifestyle that I'm very comfortable with. And I'm very comfortable saying no to things now because I know myself. Yeah. So like that's why as I'm considering potentially moving back to New York and moving home and things like that, I feel like I can have my life in New York without succumbing to all that pressure. Totally. But or maybe that's just me being idealistic. We'll find out if I move. We'll see. I mean, it definitely is like a skill to learn to say no to things. I that actually is what a convenient segue into actually what I wanted to talk about today. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, I think like within the year post-college, at least I've had a lot of conversations with my friends about this topic, including you, that like you learn that you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't, you learn that you do not have to be on this like insane socialization train all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to talk about today that was kind of in line with this topic. <clears throat> well, it originated, this whole idea originated from this hidden brain episode that I listened to on a run, um, which was all about this. So it was this like professor or something like that talking about this idea called preference falsification, which is just like a, like a fancy sexy way of saying that like when we socialize with people, we hide or lie about our preferences to, mm-hmm it kind of sort of serves as like a social lubricant um, to make social situations go down more smoothly. And we do it on the individual level all the time. Like, like they were giving an example of like, Oh, you go to a dinner party and you like, let's say like people are like, okay, like what should we like, maybe not, maybe a dinner party isn't a good example. They're like, you're hanging out with a bunch of friends and some, you're not really sure what you want to do. And then someone just like says something for the sake of saying something. Mm -hmm. Like someone is like, oh, let's go watch a movie just for the sake of like keeping the group energized, even if that person doesn't prefer to watch a movie. And then this idea of preference falsification, I think he says like multiplies because then everyone like groupthink is a thing. Everyone is like, oh, well, okay, like I will go along with this too. And then the entire group ends up doing something that they don't prefer. Um, that was the idea. The idea was that like we do this on the, on an individual level and then we, it multiplies. And they were talking about on a bigger scale, how it multiplies beyond mm-hmm. like groups of friends, but to like whole societies and countries. And like they were talking yeah. about like, like expression of political beliefs. That's what they were really talking about for a lot of the episode. But it just made me think a lot about myself and how I do this and how I have been doing this I think probably I know not probably definitely more than the average person probably my whole life um and I think I've reflected on myself enough and on my experiences enough to know why but that doesn't change the fact that I do do it and um Mm -hmm. as I'm thinking about this new phase of my life like this like fresh start where I am making new friends I have new roommates I'm forming new relationships this is such a thing on my mind that I want to work on because it's not only that like and I should say that when I have thought about this I've definitely felt conflicted and I'm not sure I mean we have talked about this to each other a lot I've definitely felt conflicted in coming to terms with this idea because I do think that in general 
I am a person that is really open to new experiences. I really like trying, like, I really like trying new things. I am really not that picky. I am kind of down for basically anything all the time. Um, there are a few things I would say in the, in the grand scheme of life that I have like strong opinions on where like, I will not proceed if I don't do this my way. Um, so it feels hard to, it, it felt such feels hard to know to like establish what my own preferences are when I do do genuinely enjoy being a like a laid back person because I think it keeps me open to new experiences and I feel like I live fully when I do that. Um, so I going back to what I was saying before, I think that the idea of like not being truthful or we're not reflecting properly on your own preferences, not only harms yourself because you don't end up having the experiences you want to have but I think that it also really creates false expectations of who you are with other people um and I think I have noticed that in relationships I guess like I don't know particularly my relation some of my relationships from college where the expectation is that like like oh she doesn't mind and she'll, she's down for anything which is mostly true but it's not entirely true and because I do not do a good job of stating my preferences and other people like other people can't read my mind right so then they're always going to think that I don't have a preference and that is I'm not blaming anybody mm-hmm. else in this this is entirely on me that I do not state my preferences in social situations. So then like, let's say if every time we, every time we go out to eat, I, not that this is not, this is just like a totally made up example, but if it was me and friend X and every time friend X was like, let's, let's, let's like decide where to go out and eat. I, even though I like have a preference on a particular day that like, "Mm, I don't want Italian food. I want Indian food. But every single time I say, I don't care. Then that next time that like nth time, the friend isn't going to ask me because mm-hmm. that is the expectation that I've created is that I don't mind. And I don't know. You're, 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 you're tilting your head. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. Please do share. It's, I genuinely was so intrigued by, cause okay, here's the thing. I do not consider you a laid back person. I, I think that you, but I do think you've become more laid back with time. So I will say that, Today, Siddhiti, I would consider you much more laid back than you were in college. But I will say that all throughout college, I consider you to be very type A, very much like I have certain preferences and I want things to go a certain way. And so I find it so interesting that you perceived yourself in a different way. And I'm wondering if this aspect of your personality changes based on who you're spending time with. Because I think the biggest time when I noticed a stark contrast in your personality was senior year. Hmm. We spent a lot less time together senior year and you spent a lot more time with your like COVID pod, right? Mm-hmm. With all your roommates and all of those people. And I noticed I was like, she seems a lot more laid back and go with the flow with these people than I ever noticed her being with me and with our friend group. Interesting. And I was always intrigued by that. And I wonder if it's because in our interactions, it's usually just you and I are a much smaller group. So mm-hmm. maybe you feel more comfortable expressing your opinions and wanting things to go a certain way. But in a larger group of people you don't do that as much because it's a larger group of people and then in individual interactions with that pe- with those people in that group it's the same vibe because of the larger group interactions that's such a fascinating take yeah um i, have I just i thought i was so i thought it was so funny that you described yourself as a laid back person because i i really i think you're very particular in a lot of things that's so but maybe that's just my perception no, well, of you. i think that that's more accurate like i think that Hmm, I'm having like an identity (laughs) crisis while we're recording this. No, Um, because, yeah. I think that... I think maybe it's a difference in who you're interacting with in the settings, potentially. I think it's... I think the setting has a lot to do with it. And I think it's like the... The... The the matters at hand. Um, Yes. I feel like in early college, a lot of these things that I had strong preferences about... If I'm... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like... I had strong ideas, particularly about like work and school and expectations Mm -hmm. of other people and 
how I liked to socialize and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was a time where like our dominant ways of socializing were like like people would like go out and party and it would be in these like massive mm-hmm. crowds of people. Um some who I really was a fan of and some who I wasn't really much a fan of. And I feel like that was a muddier time and mm-hmm. muddier in every sense of the word. And it was very easy to for me to recognize that I, I really didn't like a lot of that. Um, and okay. af- like after COVID, after I went back, after I started socializing in smaller groups, um, Smaller than, like, the circles of people that I felt like we were spending time with. Like, yes, you and I spent a ton of time together individually. And I think, like, we have, we're have we just, like, very, very open with each other. Like, I can, like, we have that kind of rapport with one another. And we were yes. in, like, we spent time with, like, a couple of other people. And I think that, like, kind of translated. But I also do feel like social life, freshman, sophomore, early junior year of college was, like, broad. Like, parties mm-hmm. of people, tens and twenty people. Um and for some reason I think at that time it was easier for me to be like I don't know I I I had stronger opinions at the time I think then after COVID I was I started spending time with maybe like seven or eight people and in general life my life trans especially in terms of like how I socialize transition to generally things that I like a lot more like from the get-go mm-hmm. it wasn't like it, it the times didn't feel as muddy I was like all right I'm hanging out with a group of like seven or eight to ten friends we're like mm-hmm. going out to it's eat more consistent it's, yeah it, exactly it is consistent um and in general it's things that I I like um but also I think maybe the change is that like it's a bigger group. Like you're saying, it's a bigger group of friends. And sometimes in those situations. I think it's naturally harder to express your feelings when um, among a big group of people, because it's hard to say, you know what? I think my opinion is more valid than anyone else's in this large group of people. Not that that's the energy you want to give off. It's more so just, Oh, it's okay. Like whatever the group wants, like group think it's what you were saying. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. I think that I don't know. I'm having a hard time. Like I'm like trying. I'm like trying to remember like what I had all these opinions about. Because I know. I mean, I still do have opinions, <laughs> and I had opinions then. Um, yeah. I think now it's. I think it has everything to do with like the energy you put forward when you mm-hmm. form new relationships. I think maybe is is what I'm like reflecting on as yeah. we're speaking because. like I became friends with you before I would say or like at the same time as slash before we started socializing in these like big kind of like groups and spaces of people and so it was easy to be because I had that rapport with you it was first of all that translated outwards to like the three or four other people we talked to a lot but it was also easier to just like be honest about that about all of it about everything Mm -hmm. that was in our lives um and I am not expressing that I am like discontent with my group of friends. I adore them um, to death. I and I love the way that we spend our time. But I think the energy amongst everybody is very laid back. Um, like mm-hmm. we just n- all like to do the same things and all spend our time mm-hmm. in the same way. And so from the get go, like I said, it's less muddy. It's easy. I know that like if someone's going to propose an activity, it's generally going to be something that I like to do. Um, yeah. And with that, with all the group, with the group think of it all, it's easy to just like not be super pointed about sharing your preferences. But I think it has left me feeling like maybe the point of all this is that I haven't found the right balance yet. Um, of yeah. We talked about this last time too, actually, with like my whole issue of always needing to kind of be in control and wanting things to go mm-hmm, a certain way mm-hmm, with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we talked a little bit about how, like, it's okay to let go. And so I feel like we're actually at opposite ends of the spectrum where you have let go completely in a way. And I have been too feeling this need for control. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're at opposite ends and we need to find that compromise. Because I think it's also really hard. It's, I think it's a really good thing to be laid back and just let things go with the flow. Because sometimes it's just easier because you're able to enjoy yeah. more things. You're able to go do more things. But I see where you're coming from where at the, at the end of the day also, like, you have preferences. And it's okay to want to do them. 
but I think it's just but I also want to go back to something you said earlier about how like at the end time that you make a plan with someone they're just not going to ask you and that's on you I disagree with that because like I think at the end of the day like it is still presumptuous and disrespectful to just not not ask somebody else for their opinion when it when the activity or the future plan involves them even if you think you know what they want unless they're your like closest best friend and you genuinely know everything about them I I just feel like it's polite or like the thing the normal thing to do to just always at least confirm before making a decision that impacts somebody else so I don't think that's all on you I will say that if you have not in that moment if you are asked and you don't communicate and the plan doesn't go the way that you want it that's on you for not communicating yeah 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 but you deserve to be asked you deserve to have your input asked for and at least you know you deserve a chance to communicate in the first place definitely I I am not suggesting first of all I would like to say again like I'm not suggesting that anyone does this um I am I was speaking in hypotheticals there yes I completely agree with Mm -hmm. you that it is also on the other person to just like double check with you um Mm -hmm. but especially if they're a close friend like they should know that about you yes yes I think obviously no one can read your mind I get that part completely no no I I'm trying to think about the exact kinds of the exact kind of moments that I'm thinking about where I feel like I have like swung a little bit too much the other way. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I do simultaneously think that like I have boundaries in terms of like when it comes to like the big things, like how do I want to be treated in my friendships? How do I want to be treated mm-hmm. in my, you know, any, any relationships in my life? What do I expect from my friendships in return things like these like big things I have strong opinions um I mm-hmm. and that's important and that's, that's important. a huge part and I think I st- some people don't have boundaries there and I think it's really good that you do yeah and I think that those were some of those things that I was figuring out earlier in college um and I kind of arrived at what I want and what is best for me around that time now when it comes to like day-to-day life um you know what am I going to do on a particular day how am I going to spend my time with ex-friend or like things like that I feel like in 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 that regard um I find it the most difficult in little situations to say exactly what is on my mind if the choice is like three friends are trying to decide what to cook for dinner if I really in reality like don't want to eat pasta because I ate pasta for lunch it's like little things like that that's really what I'm trying to get at um if I if I really don't want to eat pasta because I ate pasta for lunch and I'm feeling kind of like I don't know I'm just like feeling a little bit like full but if the two other people want to eat pasta I will still I will like go along with it and eat pasta and I will feel uncomfortable in that moment saying like oh, could we cook something else? And I think that is what I am struggling with um, at this point, which is, I think, something... I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it sounds like a small example, but I understand how we can add up over time. Yes, because you, like... Like that is it's it's also the nature of like how we spend time like we're adults now it's 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 like the nature of how we spend time with our friends we do things like we cook mm-hmm. and we go out to eat and we you know spend time outside and it's not like oh it's not like partying it's not it's not this like blanket kind of socialization that we were doing earlier in college where like there are more choices involved correct and also like I think you were mentioning earlier like this whole like idea of we're transitioning into different phases of our lives and also just growing up and becoming adults and getting older and I say this a lot it's like we only have so much time in a day only have so much energy to give and we have so many things to think about and focus on for ourselves like do we how much time do we want to be spending on things that aren't actually serving us yes and sure one meal is not that big of a deal but it adds up Right. And how many minutes and hours and like days of our lives are that is that taking up of things that we do not actually want to be doing. And that matters. Yeah. And it matters. It definitely does. And I don't know. I think I'm. This is going to sound like I'm like really discontent with how my (laughs) life is going. That is absolutely not true. Um, That's not the sense that I'm getting. No, I, I it's it really is has everything to do with me and like 
how I am communicating mm-hmm. to other people. Um, and I wonder if it's just about gut reactions, right? Like, I feel like after a while of always kind of just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever you want, it becomes that gut reaction when someone asks you a question about what you want. It's like, oh, nothing, whatever. And it's a gut reaction. That's the thing. And so I wonder if it's as simple as just taking a pause when someone asks you what you want or what you'd prefer to do and taking a second like, you know what? Give me a second. Let me think about it. That's a good idea. I think that you're definitely super right. Simple, so I don't know. I think you're definitely right in that like if I have the time to think like if 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 my if my friend is like, where do you want to go out to eat for dinner? Um like like my friend who I went to visit New York, she's like a close friend of mine and she is in this like group of friends that I became close with senior year. When we were planning out what to do for this weekend I went to spend with her in New York, I had time to reflect a little bit on like what kind of experiences I wanted to have, what I wanted to do. And so if I have time to think about it, I'll be like, yeah, well, I think I would really love to do blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. I think I have the vocabulary to do that. But it's in... Like quick moments when you're making, when I'm making quick choices that my default reaction is like, oh, it's fine, whatever. And that feels hard. Yeah. But so my question there is like, why does it have to be a quick choice? Your friends can wait. They can give you a few minutes. I'm sure that. Yeah. And you're you're right. Like, I don't think anybody would mind waiting for, like, one second. It's so yeah. much of, like, a... I have told myself that if I am not the most, like... The most, like, on board with everything immediately person that that will appear bad in some way. Which no one has... Like, no one, no one has ever made me fear. feel that. Like, no one has ever done anything to make that be like a reality if that makes any sense like no one is treating others no but I totally understand that insecurity but then I think what helps me with those types of things is reminding myself that like I am getting older and going back to the I only have so much time to give it's like I want to be giving my time to people who appreciate me and understand me the way that I am yeah so if I'm a difficult person if I have a lots of opinions that's how I am that's who I am and that's like yeah that's that's who I am. I'm not, I shouldn't have to change that for the people in my life. And if they don't like that, then that's okay. Maybe they're not the people I should be spending that much time with or doing those things with. And like, this is something you've told me. Yeah. So I think you're good. At, I feel like you're very, you know this. You know it logically. You're good <laughs> at giving me advice. But it's hard to implement in your own life. And I get that. But I think in those situations where you're thinking to yourself, like, okay, I don't want to be too difficult. Remind yourself that, like, I'm not, first of all, you're not being difficult if you have a preference. Mm -hmm. And second of all, if that person can't handle the fact that you have preferences and you need a little bit of time, like that's on them, not on you. You shouldn't have to change how you act or how you react or how you think for the closest people in your life. And I also, I think with that, I also always go, I'm I'm like, okay, well, worst case scenario, someone's going to get pissed off. But I think I've learned to recognize, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm learning to recognize that it's not always my fault if someone gets pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. like there is, there are, 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 I don't know. There's just going to be certain situations where like people are just not going to like your, going to like your reaction. And mm-hmm. it all, like at that point, I think it, it takes a little bit of like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to let you like feel this emotion until yes. that emotion passes. And that also feels hard to do. Yeah, but it's also, I think, because obviously this is not always the case, but I think in some cases, the way that someone reacts to something you put forward is not always your fault. You know, mm-hmm. like someone else's lack of empathy or inability to express their emotions in a healthy way or inability to like let things go is not always your fault. Obviously, if you do something wrong or something rude to a person, you shouldn't have done that. I get it. But if you are simply expressing your opinions in a polite way or a respectful way and someone can't handle it, that's not your fault. No, that's definitely true. Also, like people... And have I think you internalize that a lot. And it's 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 just easy to take everything personally. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, like, the re- like I said, the reason I brought this up is because I'm about to make new friends. And I'm hoping to... Because... Like, 
the the friends that I'm talking about have been my friends for like almost two years now. Like they we are very, very close and we all talk to each other like nearly every day. We know each other quite well um, with new people, um, especially in school when you're trying to like assess the vibe of a whole group of people and I don't know. It Making new friends on this kind of a scale is something that I haven't done in like five years now. And that's so true. Um, it's also very interesting because the school that I'm going to has it's bigger in terms of med school classes. It's like 250, 200 something people, um, which is like the size of a high school class. So definitely is the case that like everyone will know everyone. Generally, everyone will know what everyone is up to. And also with that, everyone will probably at some point or another form an opinion of everybody else. Um, or but how many of those opinions matter? No. Well, they don't. They definitely don't. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I think I'm trying to say that when you're trying to meet all of these people and because mm-hmm. I, I think in college it was so different making friends because you could meet respectfully at Penn where we went we had a class of like 3,000 so in the beginning Mm -hmm. when we were like you know you were just like going out to big club events and parties and things like that there'd be so many people who you meet and you have like a just like the most trivial interaction of all time and maybe it's good maybe it's bad and at the end of the day you're like whatever and it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter but I think that when you're trying to establish who you are in a group of people where generally everyone will at least know you like opinion positive or negative aside yeah. generally everyone will know you I think I'm trying to take care to I I like being a I I, I want to find a balance between being someone who has boundaries about how mm-hmm. boundaries about things in general but also I want to live fully and have new experiences um and so I want to take care to like establish that accurately in a new group of people. And when that makes a lot of sense. And when you're like doing things with new friends, everyone is like, Oh, let's go out to this. Like, I mean, I don't know what med students do. Do they like party or something? I have no idea. Like people are like, Oh, let's go hang out with these like 20 other people. And then you're like making these like little choices, you know, these like day to day life choices that I was telling you about. I want to, be prepared and then in those moments take care to like Mm -hmm. find that balance and I don't know that's something that I'm thinking about a lot yeah because one big thing to remember is that when we started college like I would say pretty confidently that we at least I had no idea who I was or what I actually wanted out of college or my friendships or my relationships Mm -hmm. so I was very much like let me try everything and go along with anything. Yeah. Just to see and explore. And, and that, I think that's super valid and it makes a lot of sense in college. Mm-hmm. But in this last year, I think we've both had so much time to better understand ourselves and like get our lives together and understand our preferences and what we want out of life and our relationships. Mm. And so I think you're going into med school in a place where you know yourself so much better. So true. And it's like, as an example, right, like, so my first, in the same way that you haven't had to make new friends in a while, I had to do that when I moved here, right? Yeah, right. And that was two months after college where I was still definitely in a place where knowing myself better after four years of college, but I didn't know anybody when I came here besides the people I had interned with, but that was virtual. It wasn't that deep. It was like people I had chatted with a few times. So generally speaking, I didn't know a single person when I moved out here. Yeah. And the only people I met were the people in my cohort. So there was like, 30 something of us Mm -hmm. and so I say in the I think we've talked about this like in the first few months of moving here I very much said yes to everything I was like let me try everything at least once very much in that college type mindset Mm -hmm. but also I still had more I definitely had more boundaries than I did my freshman year of college right and so I just wanted to meet people and establish friendships but a few months down the road I realized like this is not for me I am so burnt out But I will say that doing that initially was really good for me because at least it allowed me to establish relationships with people to the point where I could explain to them like, hey, like I am not that social of a person. I'm much more introverted. Like if I say no to this plan, it's not because of you. And they could understand that. Right. And so I think my advice would be in this case, if you're looking for advice, (laughs) it's like 
have that mindset in the beginning like be open to meeting new people because you don't want to close yourself off from no. like, experiences and living fully like you said but after a while once you feel a little bit more settled and like these are a few good people who are in my life now who I feel comfortable with then you can start setting extra boundaries that make you feel more comfortable because yeah. I think that's what I did and it worked for me and now I have those people in my life where I'm like they get it they understand that I'm not the same person I was when my when we first moved here and they understand why yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that makes and a I lot of that sense worked. that makes a lot of sense um yeah I'm totally on board with that. I think that I will definitely make an effort in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like I, there will be like school sponsored and not school sponsored, like yeah. big things where you can just like meet just a ton of people. people. And I think I will just, I think that there's going to be, I think there's like phases to it. And in the beginning phase of just like meeting a ton of people, it's just about meeting a ton of people and going along with yes, whatever it's very college freshman. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then I think it'll happen more quickly over time. I think once, once, friend groups or friendships start to form I think maybe that is the moment to start being more intentional about like this is what I this is how much I want to socialize this is how I want to socialize that kind of thing and I feel very fortunate that these roommates that I um I'm going to live with um they seem very similar to me mm -hmm. in many ways in terms of how they like to spend their time um and also everyone is going to be a busy student and so I think it like I think that is everyone's priority like it's a very different yeah. mindset I think at least for me to college or like how I noticed other people were being in college because in college you you're still at least for medicine you're not quite working towards your career yet if that makes sense you're working towards something to yeah. work towards your career but now you're actually doing the thing you like did the thing you got into school and now you're 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 working directly to towards this career that you wanted and so i think also there will not be as much i am hopeful that there will not be be as much like broader peer pressure to yeah put other things before school I definitely school. felt like in college during this phase of like that's such a great point yeah definitely in this phase of like meeting people and making friendships there was those people that were like somehow so miraculously good at school that they could just like put zero time into it and like ace the hell out of mm -hmm. their classes and so then they were socializing a lot and I was like I cannot keep up with this like this is not what I want and I think that was a lot of my frustrations earlier in college with a lot of these spaces that I was involved in, I was like, I mm -hmm. cannot keep up with this. And I feel so pressured yeah. to either like show up and like extend myself beyond my capacity to make these things work or to like, or my schoolwork gets sacrificed. But I am very, very hopeful that that will not happen in med school. I also think like, I'm sure you're going to run across those characters in med school as well. Yeah. They always exist. But I think the important thing is, again, like you have changed so much. Mm. So even if that exists, you're probably going to be a lot less likely to give into it because you know so yourself right. better. You know what you like. And then the other thing in terms of the relationships, I think that I have focused on a lot is that like in my life at this age of 22 years old, I'm not that old, but I already have such good friendships in my life mm -hmm. and my life is very full of love and comfort and people to talk to and people that I care about yeah and so the way that I approach making friends here is like I want people to be around because I know that I should not be alone all the time mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like if someone doesn't suit me if we do not vibe if I don't love their energy if I feel like they are taking energy like I should not be making an effort to continue being friends with them because you don't need these people and I know that yeah. sounds kind of that sounds negative the way that I just phrased it, but it's more so that like in this like I feel like in college it was very much like I should be friends with everybody and like just be nice to everybody and like create this huge social circle. But I feel like that's what I mean. It's like you don't need that huge social circle anymore as long as you have a good like bunch of good quality people around you. Yeah, I definitely right? agree with that. So there's not as much of this need to like change yourself or put on this front or this act to get along with people who you simply don't vibe with that's all I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah if you yeah. don't vibe with somebody like that's okay yeah like you don't need to put up that act anymore to like just have people in your life definitely yeah I feel like the focus these days of uh, this stage of our life is more about finding good quality people rather than a good quantity of people totally 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 you're that's so all right. I'm trying to say yeah. with that yeah 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 I completely agree with you um there is 
<clears throat> we went to a school that was like a lot of the social pressures felt like it was like all these people were especially on social media advertising mm-hmm. like the abundance of people that they had in their lives the amount of communities that they were a part of how big those communities That's too much were for me it's so much i am like how that do you works for some people Sure, sure. I'm like, how do you have like and I don't think four it works for friend groups of like 20 people? Like, I I never feel like I'm like, why do I feel the why do I feel the need to have something like that when I never feel like I can keep up? Like, I cannot keep yeah. up with that many people. I and that's okay, and that yeah, that is okay. I do not need to like for for no reason perform it performance on social media or otherwise. Do I need to like yeah. have like 80 to 100 people in my life? Um, and feel like I am, and also feel like I'm not holding up my end of the bargain in those relationships when I could have like 10 mm-hmm. friends and like be really, really happy. And yeah. that's how, that's how I feel right now. I, I am like very content with like who and how many people I have in my life. I feel like it's like, mm-hmm. I can, I have found good balance. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Thinking about all this a lot, maybe thinking about a little bit too much, but yeah, it's like, but I think like, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the simplest thing I think that you that could work as in terms of, like, focusing on now up until med school is, like, trying to insert your opinions more frequently by taking that pause yeah. and reminding yourself. Like, you've been working on, like, affirmations and stuff and that self-talk already. Mm-hmm. So I think part of that is reminding yourself that, like, your opinions should matter to the people around you. Yes. And if they don't, those people shouldn't be around you. And part two of that is that, like, it's okay to have opinions and to have preferences and if you're going to be so much happier if you get to have a more of a balance of things that you like to do plus the things that other people around you like to do so take that pause yes which i know it sounds so simple and stupid no, but no, i no. think it'll actually help it makes a lot of sense i it makes sense and i've been trying and i will continue to try i've been trying mm-hmm. with this is my like final parting thought i've been trying with little things i like went out to happy hour yesterday i got something to drink I just really didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, this is going to make me feel gross. And I could drink the entire thing. And that it was just like my fault. I just ordered the wrong thing. And I was like, oh, my God, like it would be so weird. And the waitress will think it's so weird if I like have this complete full glass of this beverage. Mm-hmm. And then I order another drink. And then I was like, it's really just like not that big of a deal. I ended up giving that drink to yes. a friend. And I was like, I'll pay for it. You drink. It. I don't want it. And mm-hmm. I just ordered something else. And I was so much more content. And I was like, there is no need. Why did I create this scenario in my head <laughs> that this random waitress would be like so weirded out if I ordered a secondary drink? Like things like that. I have to remind myself that no one cares. Like truly no one That's cares. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me with that recently has been this decision to like not drink anymore. Yeah. And I think my assumption was that like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to explain this to everybody. Like yeah. it's going to be so annoying. I'm going to be peer pressured all the time. Nobody cares. Yeah. I, like there have been a few instances like when Leica was here, she's like, Oh, you're not going to drink with me. Like, how are we going to have a good time? Like, come on, I can't drink alone. And I was like, I don't want to, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but like, I don't want to. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? Sorry. Like you're right. I shouldn't have pushed you. And then I went to this like huge DDN after party in Chicago and I was so concerned that it was going to be horrible and like too much peer pressure and all these things. But like, I think the biggest thing is just living, like doing these things with confidence. Like if you know something about yourself and you're confident about it, nine times out of 10, people are going to respect that. Yeah. And, And you have to think about it in the same way of like any other time someone has approached me with an interesting, like something different about themselves that I'm not used to. If they say it with confidence, I'm like, okay. Like, that's great for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think that's all it is. It's the way that you do things and the way that you say things changes the way that people react to them. But also, generally speaking, you're right. Like, nobody cares. That's so true, though. It that's just doesn't... It's not that deep. <clears throat> that's such a good point. That if you... If you are confident in who you are, people will respect that more. And that is also like just a secondary, really important thing to keep in mind in like a in like a professional sense in particular, because like in school um, coming up, whether that is in like workspaces or like amongst peers, that is it is all like in one way. We've been talking about it from like the social lens of it all, but also it is like a professional academic space. And if you express whatever it is that you want to express with confidence. I mean, this all has, you know, limitations mm-hmm. and whatnot. But if you're, like, within reason, people will respect that. 
and it is important yes. to be respected, particularly as I think as women, as women of color, we make ourselves feel small very, very frequently. Yes. All the time. I make myself yes. feel small. Because we're told not to take up space. We're told not yeah. to argue with authority or any of that. Yeah. And to just give in to what other people need. Like, I think at least in my family, like, that's how we were raised as kids. Definitely. Like, you give in to make everybody else happy. And, like, I understand where that idea comes from because you want everybody else around you to be happy, but not at the expense of your own contentness and happiness, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm also thinking about this now. Like, this just popped into my head, and I think about the few times in my life where I have met people who are just genuinely so confident in what they want and who they are and they have no issue with that not in a disrespectful way but just in a like no I'm good with what I have and who I am and I'm not going to change myself or other people but I'll still you know come to things and do whatever and genuinely speaking I feel like those are the types of people I've always admired and wanted to be more Mm -hmm. like and that's what I'm working towards yeah I'm not there yet and the advice I give talks about being that person I'm not there yet either I obviously admit that Mm -hmm. but I think that's really this is like a personal thing. So like, that's where I want to be in my life. Like yeah. just so content with who I am that other people's opinions of me, besides the very few people in my life whose opinions should matter. Like I'm just like good. Yeah. I just want to be good and content. We'll I think get that's there. what we're all working towards. Hopefully. Yeah. I think we'll get and there. Time. This is the time of our lives that we're working on this thing. I think that if we like revisit this conversation and like, I don't know, like 10 years I think hopefully we'll Mm -hmm. have gotten there by that point there's still so many big things to figure out and it's hard to feel like that right now but we'll get there I'm confident I feel like I've made a lot of progress and honestly a small thing but like the not drinking anymore I think has been one huge thing for me I'm proud of you just like doing what I actually want yeah I don't enjoy it so why would I do it that's awesome did you I feel like we haven't had a big conversation about that and you don't have to talk about this right now is that something you decided very recently yeah, I think I decided it. I wasn't drinking much at all since right, moving here in the first right, place. Right, that's why. That's what I. That's what you. Which is why it was easier. Yeah, and I don't. I realized that I didn't enjoy going out here as much right. as I did in college because I don't know these people as well. I don't feel as comfortable just because I don't just don't know them as well. Yeah, not because there's anything wrong with them. Whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I genuinely love my friends here, um, and so I didn't have as many reasons to go out and drink. And then I realized to myself, I was like, I I don't like the taste. Mm. like I simply do not like how these drinks taste Mm. I don't enjoy the aftermath of drinking and I don't understand the concept of drinking casually personally Mm -hmm. I don't I understand why others do it it's like whatever if you some people just genuinely like trying new drinks and stuff for me that's food right but I was like I only ever drink in college because it's what everybody else did and it was like the thing to do to go out and stuff yeah but like I don't have that peer pressure anymore. I'm much more confident in myself. So if I don't like this, why would I do it? And it has honestly been, it has felt so healthy to me, like mentally and physically. Like I feel so much better now that I'm not giving into this peer pressure and that I'm not putting things in my body that I don't enjoy. Yeah. I'm probably. And so that has been a huge step for me genuinely, like in terms of self-confidence and just doing what I want. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I feel like I've had a lot of conversations with people that are of a similar nature, but I think you're one of the first people in my life that has decided to not drink anymore because that's what's best for them. And that's awesome. Good for you. Like, I'm just, I'm very proud of it. I feel like I used to give into peer pressure very quickly for the same reasons that you were explaining. It's just easier. Yeah. And I don't have preferences and I'm very proud of myself for it. And it's not that deep. It's not that big of a deal. Like, and it shouldn't be is my whole point is like these decisions that you make for yourself shouldn't be a big deal. No. This is a big deal personally because it's like get, getting over peer pressure, stopped, like, you know, all these things. But to other people, it shouldn't be that deep. Yeah. Excellent. It's not deep is the vibe of this whole podcast, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this episode, I mean. This was very helpful. How are you feeling? And this was very helpful. It was, I was particularly blown away when you reminded me of like, like, I don't know, like who I, where, what my headspace was like freshman sophomore junior year because that just feels like I mean Mm -hmm. it was years ago like I like relationships have changed so much (laughs) life has changed so much and like of course you don't I don't know I just I had not like just taken that big of a step back in terms of reflecting on all of this stuff um because I think you have to mm -hmm. give yourself more credit for how much you've grown and changed I definitely feel like that's also why I think I, I was like, yeah, I definitely feel like really laid back and just like chill and happy with how life is because <clears throat> I was so angsty like earlier in college. It was like, <laughs> oh my God, life is so hard. And I so it feels very natural to say I'm happy and things are content because 
after like three or four years of like the rat race that was college, things do feel very good and content. So this feels like a much closer version to like who I think my like authentic true self is. I think Mm -hmm. my authentic true self is like open and open and just happy and likes having a lot of experiences. I think I'm just trying to like, like sort out the kinks if that makes sense. So this was extremely helpful, very therapeutic. I love this conversation. (laughs) Yay. And I also think like, I'm hoping that there are some college kids out there who listen to this because I feel like there are so many parts of this conversation that I wish I had realized earlier on in college. There's so many things that I discovered my junior, senior year or post-grad that like if I had found out earlier in life, Mm -hmm. I think would have made my college experience feel a lot more stable and happy and just better overall. So I'm hoping there are some younger kids out there listening to this and that you take something from this and you listen to it and you remind yourself that like you are allowed to be your own person. You don't have to always give in to the group. Yeah, totally, totally, totally to all the kiddos out there. Um, Yeah. Any final parting thoughts besides that? Um, my final parting thoughts are just, you know, take some, I think actually, maybe I said this last time in our episode too, but this is so important that I'm going to say it again. It's like spending time alone is so important. This is another message to all the college kids out there or high school kids or anyone else who's listening. Yeah. Spending time alone is so important. I know that it's really hard to do when you're surrounded by people all the time, but you're not going to understand yourself or what you really want and desire unless you spend some time alone. I agree with that. I I definitely that's also again another helpful reminder as I'm about to like adult life for me has been very it's just been quieter and like this this year has been quieter but I um that is definitely a helpful reminder to myself for next year to say no when you want to say no um I did do that recently once at this acapella thing at this acapella thing. Everyone was like out at this. They were, we were at city tap at this place on campus. They had like rented it out. It was just oh. like, it was an insane. Oh my God. I can't weekend. believe it's open again. It's I open need to again. Go. <clears throat> Sorry. I got so excited. I missed that place. <laughs> I should go too. Um, well, I mean, I went, but it wasn't like sitting outside anyway. It was like indoors. We'd had a whole day and we were at this thing and it was like late at night. It was 1 a.m. And all these people were like, bah, 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 like having a great time. They like hired a live band and there was karaoke and all these like all these older alumni of the group were like reliving their glory days, which I was like, I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm not here. Like I've been doing this. I've been socializing for like 12 hours straight now. <clears throat> And I'm very tired. And all these people later ended up like I realized the next day when I saw them ended up staying out till 3.30 a.m. And I at like 1, 1 1.30 was like, I've had enough. And I felt so weird pulling the trigger and being like, I just want to go home. Like, I just want to go home because that this was the weekend that I had other people stay. And I was like, I just need some like quiet. And I did it. I did it at 1 a.m. I went home like two or three hours earlier before everyone else did. People went to like secondary parties and they stayed there. All this like crazy stuff. And I was like, no. And literally no one cared. And people were like, great. Go home. You're tired. Go home. Like I, no one cared. And I was so much happier that I didn't stay out till 4 a.m. So I'm going to continue to do that. That is my final parting thought. Even if it feels weird in the moment to to pull the trigger. Yeah, it feels weird in the moment. I totally understand that. But just do it and you'll be better off for it. That is my conclusion of the day. And also enjoy the sunshine. I've been really enjoying the sun coming out again in Philly. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say lately that the meaning of life is to sit in the sun and like soak up the sun. And I think I believe that. So that's what I'm going to go do after this. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, indeed. And then last, last thing. What's something you're looking forward to? I like ending on this. I am looking forward to going to D.C. tomorrow to see hopefully my future house and to meet one of my roommates and for the first time ever in real life and to also just like see the campus, buy a little, buy a little sweatshirt post Mm. tell the tell the world on social media where i'm going to school i feel really proud and i'm excited to share that with people so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to you should be proud what about you 
Yay. You're going to go see all the spots that Nicolas Cage once was. In <laughs> and that's all that matters. Oh, my I God. Love I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I love it so much. <laughs> I want to watch it again. I've seen it so many times. It's so good. Um, what am I looking forward to? Oh, this is a while away, I feel like. But I'm planning a trip to Arches National Park in yeah. Utah with some of my, like, girlfriends here. Um and we have to, we really need to book it and plan it. And I hope it all goes well and we can figure it out. But we're going to do like a little bit of camping, Whoa. a little bit of Airbnb stay, lots of hiking. It's going to be really pretty. That's so um, amazing. Because one of my goals after moving here was to like explore the side of the country more and do more outdoorsy things. And I didn't get a chance to do it because winter is so long here. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited for that. So I hope we plan it soon. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. That's excellent. Um, I hope. Vibes. Everyone, I hope everyone has a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Silent Lotus. Stay in touch with us on Instagram or Twitter at Silent Lotus Pod and submit your questions on our website at silentlotuspod.com. Your question might be featured in a future episode. Thanks and see you next week.